Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to this episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. I'm Josh and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Alex and Peter. We are excited to bring you today's episode full on. Uh, recap, 2-0, Chelsea victory. Kai Havertz, my man of the match with the two goals. Timo Werner, some nice assists as well. He was able to get in there. Um, he's my man of the match. That was Kai Havertz, a 21-year-old German. was able to finish most of his, most of his chances. was able to finish his chances. Uh, and then some nice balls from Mason Mount as well. We had a Chelsea hater on the Talking Blues Twitter after Alex posted a tweet about how good the assist was for Mason Mount. <laughs> Someone said all he did was pass the ball. Well, obviously they don't understand the sport of football because he didn't just pass the ball. Um, but anyway, Alex, you can get more into that because I'm sure you know, you're know you the one who tweeted how you can talk about that more. Um, I'm just going to talk about the stats a little bit while we go into it. Obviously, this is a game we were expected to win. We did win. We did our job. We are able to... You know, this shows that we're a good football club and when we're able to basically beat the opponents we're supposed to beat, right? Obviously, full on bottom of the table. We don't beat them. That's a that's a bad thing, right? We, we, we can't take another 5-2 loss. So showing that we can beat up on the teams that are not as good, that's what is supposed to happen. Uh, Possession-wise, though, Fulham actually controlled most of that, 51-49. to 49. Shots and goal were 10-9 to 9. Fulham. And Warren Mendy with a very nice save as well in that match. So I was very proud of him. Uh, five three shots on goal, uh, and then I mean that's really it. Chelsea now in a pretty good form heading into the second leg against Real Madrid. It's going to be a very exciting match that we're, you know, all excited to watch. But I guess I'll get your thoughts on the game uh, before we move to that. I'll start off because you mentioned it towards the end. I'll start off with Mendy. I think he made two good saves, very 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 important saves. Because I think if either of those went in, that would it would be a whole different game. I think Fulham would have definitely started creeping back into the game. But it doesn't matter because Mendy's the goal, best goalkeeper in the Prem. Didn't let them in. Uh, he played exceptionally well, even though he, besides he didn't really have to do much besides those two moments. But when he was needed, he, he stepped up to the challenge. Uh, I mean, I also want to point out uh, someone who I am a big fan of, Billy Gilmore, who obviously didn't have the greatest game. He didn't do anything flashy, didn't get goals, didn't get assists. He didn't really make any mistakes either kind of gave the ball away once, but that was really kind of 
50-50 on Thiago Silva too. But Billy Gilmore had a really good game after not playing for a while. He played uh, around the, the Fulham midfield a couple times. I think for not playing in a while, they had a great game. I think he's definitely a really, really good player, and he's just going to improve. Uh, obviously, Kai Havertz, generational talent, insane. He played well. I didn't think he was going to start versus Real Madrid, but I'll say now I do have him in my starting lineup. I think he played well enough in this game to show that he deserves to start. And I think even I think it could be someone someone else could start over him, possibly Giroud. But I definitely do think he did enough to be the favorite to be on the team sheet. Um, Mason Mount also played exceptionally well. I mean, the assist, like Josh mentioned, he did not just pass the ball. He took off. First off, I'll say that is an, an, I can't even comprehend how good of a pass that was from Tiago Silva to send Mount through. And then a perfect touch and then a great through ball and then a good finish. That was just an amazing, amazing goal. He's just improving. He, I don't understand how he can get better every game, but Mason Mount somehow finds a way to get better every game. And then I will say Timo Werner also had a very good game. I don't th- I still don't think he starts on uh, uh, versus Real Madrid on Wednesday, but it's, he could if we if Tuchel wants to keep Mount as kind of part of the dual pivot and wants to keep I probably Jorginho on the bench and leave Conte in there kind of but to go more attacking but I don't think that we'll see that happen that is an option I don't think he'll start but he did play well enough obviously got a really nice assist should have had two assists I ZH if it was let's just say if Werner was in the place of ZH for that miss Warner ZH would be getting a lot more hate than he is, but it was a really good save. I mean, this game just all around as a whole, it was a great game. Everybody played well. And I think it's showing how much of a fluke it was versus West Brom just because of the bad call and the Tiago Silva red card that we lost that game. I think we definitely would have won that game without that red card. And I think it's, I mean, I think we bounced back exceptionally well from that. We're on form. I think this game was a good step towards this Real Madrid game coming up. I think we have a lot of confidence. We've been playing well. And I think we have a good chance of advancing through the tie, hopefully. We'll talk more about that later, obviously. But I think this was a great game. Everybody played well. Uh, My man of the match, though, has to be... I don't want to point one out, to be honest. I don't want to choose between Mount and Havertz because I think they both deserve it, and I think it'd be unfair to them to give it to one of them. So I guess I'll give it to both of them or none of them. So Mountain Havertz just both played incredibly well. And uh, hopefully they can keep it up versus Real Madrid. Yeah, I mean, the scoreline doesn't suggest it, but we really played well. Um, You know, Fulham were completely outclassed, to be fair. Um, You know, Werner, he had a couple good assists, or he had one assist, right, uh, the second goal. Um, But that was a nice ball from him, the German connection. Um, the first goal, Mason Mount getting that aw, beautiful touch, um, brings it down, slides it through to Kai Havertz. He, you know, he slides it past the goalkeeper. For me, Kai Havertz is kind of funny. He never shoots with power. Um, he's always trying to play do placement, and I feel like that doesn't always work for him. Um, so definitely something I would, you know, I don't know what he needs, and he needs a new pair of boots to, you know, really get his laces through the ball sometimes. But, uh, you know, that's just something that I think he needs to do better. 
um, you know, if he wants to be successful, uh, a successful finisher in the Premier League. Um, I mean, not just in the Premier League, just in general, right? You need to know how to put your laces through the ball. Um, uh, besides that, everyone else played quite well. Uh, Billy Gilmore was quite impressive. He did seem a little bit uncomfortable because uh, he, you know, alongside Mason Mount there, he was kind of like all alone because Mason Mount would push so far forward. Uh, and then Gilmore would be kind of stuck on an island. And his lack of physicality definitely is a problem. He's a little bit too small. Um, obviously, you know, Ingolo Conte is small as well, but Ingolo Conte is very physically tough. Gilmore seems to get bullied around quite a bit in that midfield area. So he might need to bulk up a little bit. Uh, I think if he wants to be able to get better, um, besides that defensively, we were solid, obviously kept the clean sheet. I mean, there's not really much to say. We were just fluid. We were, you know, playing some good football. Uh, and I'm just excited for, uh, Wednesday. I mean, as, I'll be honest, I'm not excited as much as nervous. Um, cause obviously we win, we're through the champions league final. I mean, that would be crazy. I mean, it looks like obviously Man City are ahead in that leg against PSG. I think they probably will advance. Um, just my guess here, obviously, you know, Neymar and Mbappe could say otherwise, but um, I think Man City are going to be really solid. It's going to be a tough match. I'm really, you know, Real Madrid, they're getting a couple of their players back from injury. They definitely, you know, will have an improved squad. You know, we just don't need to concede and then we win. Um, I think if we can just keep a clean sheet, we'll be all good. And to be honest, um, you know, from from uh, last leg, if it wasn't for that great Benzema goal, I don't think we would have conceded there too. So, uh, you know, I, I feel decently confident. I think this is definitely like a 50-50. I think we have the slight advantage just based on the scoreline. Um, and I think we have probably 60-40 odds to win it. Um, but we need to put our best players out there, put our best performance in. And Tuchel definitely, hopefully, or I'm not going to say definitely, hopefully has a plan um, to deal because obviously Real Madrid will be pushing forward much more in this game because uh, they know they need a goal. Yeah, we're heading into a game, like you said, Alex, on Wednesday, May 5th, 3 p.m. for us watching EST and then 8 p.m. for all of you watching in the U.K. Once again, we have the Champions League semifinals, leg two of two, and the aggregate is one one there and I need that one goal let's hope we can keep it a uh, nil nil game and move on it's it's some scary stuff but I guess I'll go right, uh, right into my um lineup actually just one more thing before we do that obviously we have reached May now the final month of football and as it's winding down it is you know upsetting and I mean I wouldn't even say that because for right now Chelsea this is the most exciting time for how good we are I guess maybe for some teams that aren't in as great a position we want to get to those games. We want to get to the Champions League finals. We're already in the FA Cup final. That's coming up soon. We have a game against Man City. We get to show Arsenal how good we are and all that stuff. But just wanted to say that although football is winding down, doesn't mean the podcast is slowing down. And we will have complete content for you throughout all of the offseason and stuff like that. And um, also, we have some other stuff planned. Obviously, we would like to do the trivia again. And we did, I don't know if Alex and Peter even remember, but we did the in the beginning of the season, we predicted the uh, table for like that first episode. One of the first episodes, we, we predicted the Prem League table. So we're going to look back at that after the final league table. And then I believe we also did some mid-season uh, player tiers, which I still have saved perfect um, for this final uh, player tier that we'll do. And we'll compare it from the mid-season. So we have all stuff planned for the end of the season. It'll be exciting stuff. 
I don't know what just happened in my background. I don't know if you heard that, but that was weird. Anyway, um, maybe no one heard it, and now I just sound weird. But anyway, let's go to the three four two one lineup prediction we have right now. Edward Mendy starting in net, and then we have three at the back: Rudiger, Christensen, uh, and Silva right in the midfield. So left is Rudiger. I'm gonna have right Christensen, I think, and then middle will be Silva. Um, I'll yeah. All right, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there for right now. I completely agree. I think Mendy will be in net. Rudiger, Tuchel has said that he expects him to be able to be in the squad. Uh, so I think he definitely slots back in. Thiago Silva needs to be in there. And I think Andres Christensen will also be there. Because I think Tuchel obviously likes to stick with this back three. That's, as he likes to call it, it's good for height on set pieces. Where is that's the only goal we conceded, right? Is off of a set piece. So I think Christensen, Silva, Rüdiger, Rüdiger left, Silva middle, Christensen right, Mendy in that. Yep, I'm going to have the same back three or back four if you count Mendy. Um, like you said, I think Azpi starts the right wing back there. Um, he kind of gets pushed out of that three center backs for the height, like you mentioned. Christensen's been sensational recently in defense, so I don't see a way that he doesn't start. So right wing back, I have Azpi. Left wing back, I have Ben Chilwell. And in the midfield, I have Jorginho and Conte, um, and that's my midfield. For me, Aspi, obviously, I hope, I mean, okay, I don't hope, but I kind of do hope that Reese James comes in, but I do think Aspi needs to be in there. I wish he could, I wish we could have six defenders at this point, to be honest, because I want Reece, both Reese James and Aspi to be in there, but it doesn't really work with a back three and one spot between uh, Reese James and Aspi. We could see maybe some really weird switch where Reese James plays left wing back, but I don't think I don't see that happening. I think Ben Chirwell will be out there on the left, and I think midfield has to be Jorginho and Conte. But uh, it's possible that we could see Mason Mount in as one of the two in the double pivot if Real Madrid score, and when we're looking for a goal, I think Mount could drop in there, and we could bring on an attacker or something. I'm not really sure, but Chilwell on the left, Conte, Jorginho in the middle, and Aspi on the right. That's my midfield. My midfield is going to be Chilwell, Aspi, Conte, Jorginho. Basically, I think the same thing that you said, Peter. Uh, and then moving to my front three, I'm going to have Mason Mount starting, and then I want to have Kai Havertz coming back in. I, I don't, though. That's... Mm, this is tough. Um, of Mount... I'll have Pulisic, and I'll have Werner starting out as my front three. If you guys are going to yell at me about the Havertz thing, that's fine, because I could definitely see him starting in this match as well. But those are my front three. So I'm going to go Christian Pulisic on the left-hand side. Obviously, he was very good in the first leg. I think that earns him the starting role in the second leg. Kai Havertz up front and Mason Mount on the right-hand side, and that'll be my front three. Um, and I'll do my score prediction real quick. I'm going to go nil-nil. Um, I think we advance. Uh, you know, on, you know, the away goals there. Uh, and it's going to be kind of a boring game. We're going to be defending most of the game and hopefully we come through uh, and make our way to the Champions League final. My front three, I think it's going to be Mason Mount and Christian Pulisic will both definitely be there. I think I have Kai Havertz in my lineup, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Timo Warner is there because like Alex just said, we're going to be defending, 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 defending. So I think the more pace we have uh, up front, the better. So we can either quickly counter when they have 
a lot of people forward or we can get out of danger easier with just kick and run and then hopefully when someone gets onto it so we can get out and set. I think Kai Harris will be in there, but I wouldn't be surprised to see two more Warner just for the pace. So my front three, Pulisic, Havertz, Mount, possibly Warner. And my score prediction, I agree that it will be 0-0, It's po- I, if I don't think it will be 1-0 to either side. It's either going to be 0-0 or 1-1 and a team wins on pens. Hopefully that it doesn't come to that, but I could see it going to a penalty shootout. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's just nil-nil. It's going to be a very boring game. I'm going to be completely nervous, and I'm going to be freaking out. But I trust in our defense to keep a clean sheet, because that's really all we need. Hopefully we make it to the finals. Nil-nil. Please. Yeah, I'm going to go nil-nil as well. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, and I'm excited to have this. I'll, I'll be able to watch it, which is good. I haven't been able to watch it recently. I've been re-watching it uh, because of practice, and hopefully I'll be able to uh, watch it now, and or I will be able to watch it now on Wednesday. So that's exciting stuff, and we're really excited to bring you this episode after the fact. Hopefully if we make it through, it'll be a very painful episode if we don't. Um, Talking Blues Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. Go follow us there. We have game updates there and all the stuff about that. Subscribe wherever you're listening and drop us five stars. And I will have a better intro or outro for you next episode. Um, we'll see you next time for our recap of this match and hopefully a Chelsea semifinal or we were in the semifinals, a Chelsea finals in the Champions League. This outro is not getting any better. We'll see you next time. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.